Nobody's gonna pass that walk on water test, man, and we end up drowning each other. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Virtue Signal. I'm Alfonso Rachel with my buddy Bill Whittle. Man, let's talk about, let's get down to some real virtue, right? Not this okay. counterfeit virtue that people... Ah, yeah, yeah right. real stuff. Yeah, real stuff, man. Uh, uh, not, not what these woke zombies are doing. You know, us, us who are actually, uh, you know, a little bit more, uh, you know, out of bed and hair combed and all that sort of stuff. But Decaffeinated virtue. <laughs> Ugh, sacrilege. Yeah, all right. Point. So... Um, I got this. We got, uh, actually we did. I, you might've seen it. I, I, I caught it. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, an audience member, uh, uh, sent us a letter and gave us a, a request or an idea for a virtue signal. And, and I'm, I'm going to, it's, uh, it's a little lengthy. I'm not going to read all of it, of course, but I'm going to have to read a little bit of it to get to the, sure. um, you know, uh, the nitty gritty of what he's talking about. Um, let me just go ahead and read it. He says, I am an age. I am an, I'm of an age where the Reagan doctrine, Thou shalt not speak ill of another conservative, says this parenthetically, uh, mm -hmm. conservative Republican, uh, was paramount. It is possible that Ford may have beaten Carter and Reagan not gone negative on Ford. Had, yeah, had Reagan not gone negative on Ford over the summer and into the fall. So that is how I generally treat conservatives who lash out at other conservatives for not agreeing mm -hmm. with each other in all topics. I Reagan have, called it the 11th commandment. Right, right, right. So now I have seen it uh, on this site with respect to you uh, and Scott and Steve, some commenters freak out and attack for difference of opinion uh, that may not be a core value. Uh, recently, I saw someone refer to this lashing out as, wait for it, he says uh, parenthetically, uh, virtue signaling on the right. The attacker be much more, uh, the attacker be much more virtuous of a conservative because, uh, they are fully against insert some topic here. Uh, mm -hmm. just a little bit more. Uh, he says, not sure of the proper hook, but I think it would be interesting for you and Zoe to discuss on the aptly name, uh, your show, how conservatives can learn to discuss with ourselves when we disagree without the resort to you're dead to me because you don't agree. I think, um, I think we leave a lot of potential advocates uh, out of the tent. So this is a key word right there, out of the tent, yeah. because we focus on where we disagree rather than where we agree, much like I saw people hammer Beck and Shapiro over the support or at least lack of con condemnation of Dave Rubin and his partner having a child through a surrogate. And I'll just, I think that's, you know, I think that covers it. And uh, yeah, Bill, uh, what say you, man? Um, the, the values that we call modern conservatism are, are predicated on, a, I think, of any political philosophy in human history. Cons modern conservatism is predicated on a, on a good understanding of human nature and, and not a wishful thinking about human nature, a, an understanding of how people are, how they're made. The Constitution was designed with a, with a complete understanding that human beings have a natural, certain human beings, the de gene-defective ones that become politicians, have a desire, a, a drive, a will to consolidate power. And so since they understood that it was human nature to want to consolidate power, they built all of these legal restrictions into the Constitution because they understood human nature. They didn't say, hey, you know, we're, the, we're a new country and we're a new world and so on and we're new people and we won't have the same problems that we had back in, you know, aristocracy-laden uh, Europe. They understood that human nature is human nature. 
And I say that because we definitely do have this kind of thing on the right. We don't have it to anything like the degree that the left does, where they have an extraordinarily specific agenda. And if you deviate from that, you're dead to me. Just ask J.K. Rawlings or, or anybody else for that matter. But we, we do have, and it's gotten worse, uh, a sense of more conservative than thou kind of thing. And, and I know why this is happening. It's happening because all of our values have been under attack publicly for so long. And, 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 and on such a wide scale that we're so used to living in trenches that, that we, we're, we're prepared to think that anything that comes across that ground is the enemy no matter what, right? If, if, you're not, if you're not with me in this particular ideological trench, then you're one of those people that's been trying to destroy our country over the last you know, 25, 30 years. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really what drives it mostly um, is a sense of, of just having been beaten up so much that we get very defensive about things and, and you know, that's understandable part of human nature. Um, but to this, uh, to the member's point, it's astonishingly uh, wise and astute question. The, uh, the organization that we were both a part of that may or may not have existed recently had a kind of a, a, a sort of a farewell kind of a thing. And we talked about all of the days that we were together in this group of conservatives in uh, Hollywood. And we talked not so much about how we all agreed on everything. We talked about all the disagreements we had. We had in that group, we had people who were pro-abortion, anti-abortion. We had pro-global warming people, anti-global warming people. We had all of these things. The requirement for membership was you had to be in the entertainment business and you had to love America. That's it. And, and this, I don't want to see conservatism or conservatives suffer from the same thing that the left is suffering from, not because I don't want to be like them, although I don't, but because it's the interplay of ideas that strengthens us. If you look at society today and you, and you are trying to decide, not that people ever really decide, but if you had to make a decision as to whether you want to be a liberal or conservative, well, the easy answer is obviously be a liberal, right? All the movie stars are liberal. All the TV stations are liberal. All the, all the comedy acts are liberal. All the late night talk shows are liberal. All of, all, everything's liberal. It's the default position. And what that means is, is that if you believe that, you're basically a piece of wood floating down a river, right? You don't have to do any thinking. You don't have to defend anything. You just nod your head and agree with whatever the current thing is. If, on the other hand, you, you decide you want to be a, a conservative, you're going to have to swim upstream every day. And that, and that generates fitness, right? It's exercise. It's mental exercise. And the more of it you do, the stronger you get. And the more, the more you're willing to debate ideas that you may not agree with, the more strong you become. And, and virtually every time this happens, when you disagree with somebody, respectfully disagree and discuss it out as people who are on the same side, just with differing opinions on, on a particular thing. Almost always one of two things will happen in a case like that. Either you will make a compelling enough argument to, to so-called win the argument, in which case you know that this belief system that you've been expressing has some truth to it because it's withstood criticism. Or you might actually change your mind. Imagine that. <laughs> uh, and that's what college used to be all about, going to college for me was a time when I just changed my mind on everything. And then when I got done with college, I had to change my mind about everything I changed my mind about. 
But I think people today think that that's a sign of weakness, you know? Mm -hmm. Things have become so ideologically driven. It's just everything is at war with everything else, no matter what, bicycle seats or what, everything, everything is politicized. Mm -hmm. And so any sense that, you know, that you're that you're going to give a little bit of ground here to some people reflexively sounds like oh so you're giving up are you no no I'm not giving up the first time I know I'm going on but the first time I encountered this was when we were doing right angles back at PJTV and we did a show about a, a, a race I think it was a, a woman's race back before men were competing in women's athletics mm. and it was a long distance race and and this one girl was way in front. In fact, she was so far in front, she was about to lap somebody. And this other girl collapsed. And the, the front runner stopped and helped this, this girl up. And then basically together, they limped across the finish line. And she came in fourth or fifth or something. And we all thought that was a wonderful thing. We thought that's what sportsmanship's all about. We got some comments saying, oh, so you're a communist now. You know, you're, you're saying that you're saying that, that that she has an obligation to do this and so on and so forth. And she can't just go on and win a race. All, all of this stuff. Right? Looking around at each other. Kind of, we didn't say that somebody pointed a gun at her and exactly. said, give up your first place position and help this person. Mm-hmm. It was a voluntary act of compassion and mercy. It's something to be it's something to be applauded. Mm-hmm. But. But people had been so, this was during the Obama, beginning of the Obama years, people had been so much under attack, mm-hmm. right, that anything that sounded like, oh, 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 oh so, you're, so you're dead to me. And it's not just bad for the people who you, who you do that to, it's, it's bad for you too. Absolutely, man. And, and, you know, the thing is, you know, when it comes to, I guess, um, the the rule of never speaking ill of a conservative. And I don't, I don't like to think of it as like speaking, you know, ill of a conservative or anything like that. It's like, look, man, I, I, there, there's no malice in, in, in the, in the, in the, uh, the rebuke or anything like that. There's no malice in it. It's like, look, you just call it That's like it is. Um, but of course I have no rebuke for a conservative or if we want to go ahead and say the phrase, don't speak ill of a conservative, if they're acting like a conservative. If you're not, <laughs> then I just like, yeah, I might. Talking well, to you, Mitt Romney. Yes. You, you, you go ahead and you say it out loud. Um, you know, the, the thing is now for me and, and a lot of people, they, they, they may label themselves as, you know, a Reagan conservative or a Goldwater conservative or a Trump conservative or Republican. What I don't, I don't, I don't ascribe to those things. I'm a Christian conservative. I model my conservatism after a person that nobody can find flaws with. All right. We're all fallible human beings. Why would I model my principles after somebody who's fallible, especially if these things are going to become law or if, if a culture is going to be, you know, kind of steered by these things? Um, I would model it, it. I would model mine after a person that I guess people, you know, find if they if they can't if if they can't put their mind around that he's not flawed, then they'll just dismiss him as somebody who never existed. That's 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 the person that I follow um, his. In terms of conservatism, I mean, we want to talk about peace through strength and superior firepower. Well, that's 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 the Lord all day. Um, but I model these things after him. And we are supposed to call out where conservatism isn't concerned. Iron is supposed to sharpen iron. Should we? Of course, we don't want to become bitter enemies. You know, and, and, you know, as people say, like, well, we should be able we to can agree to disagree, can d- right? agree I mean, to disagree. Sometimes there may be a fallout because it's not like these things just stay at the table. Some of these things that people believe, well, these things end up becoming the policies that we have to be ruled by. 
And those yes. things affect our lives. So yeah, it's like, all right, man, we might have some, we might have some beef now, you know, because you're going to vote that stuff in. And, and the things, you know, it's like when people say that, well, we should be a live and let live society. Yeah, I totally agree. But a lot of the stuff that some of these very, these people, it's like, it's not even liberty that they seem to have an affection for. It's an, it's an idolization of liberty. Uh, that's what I see. It's, it's, it's this idolizing of liberty. Do whatever you want as long as you don't hurt anybody else. So here's the problem with doing whatever you want as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else. When you convince yourself of that, you can also convince that what you're doing doesn't actually hurt anybody else. It's almost yeah. like people who own slaves. It's like, oh, it's not bothering them. Now look at them. They're just so happy. No, they're housed and they got their own food and then we, yes. and they got their own clothes and they got their own jobs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How is this hurting anybody? You know, when actually yeah. it was. So people can go ahead and create their own narratives as far as if you don't have a standard. So and, and <clears throat> when people decide that they're going to define conservatism on their own ideas of what they think that conservatism is, then that's not conservatism at all. You know, so it's it, and once again, we have something that's built on sand and it will sink. And so that's that's a problem that we're seeing right now. And uh, if I may, uh, one of the things he mentioned was um, like, say, for instance, with uh, with with Rick Rubin. And I guess uh, it was uncouth. Dave, Dave Rubin. Uh, uh, was not Rick, Rick David, David. I'm, you know, I'm a, mu a musician, man. So I'm already thinking D Rick Rubin with, uh, with Def Jam. But um, OK, here's the thing. Um there's, there's, there, that's a lot. That's a lot to unpack right there, man. And I'm going to try not to, to, to ramble too much, which I'm already doing. Um, this congratulation of, uh, when you, when, when you have somebody that is given over to rebelling against the laws of nature, you cannot help as we are seeing right now, when you have a culture that is given over to this idea that is already at odds with the odds of nature, you will have um, these things will come in as policy that will be oppressive. You will have an oppressive culture that is going to want to cancel you. All the floodgates, they open. You can't just assume that, well, I'm one of the better ones and I'm an exception and you should accept what I'm doing because we're not really hurting anybody. It's totally discriminate against women. It's, it, it, it says that, oh, you're okay. You can go ahead and, and have a baby for me, uh, but you're not good enough to raise one with me. You know, you, we, we are basically, uh, um, yeah, you're a factory, basically. You're, 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 exactly. You're a factory and, uh, it show it. And the kid is going to be raised without actually having a respect or appreciation for the woman. So there's lots of things. And you see, and earlier we talked about these things are going to happen. What's your response to it? And the response that's going to come out of this is going to determine what the next generation is going to be like or what the culture is going to be like right now. These aren't things to be congratulated. Why? Because a person loves America. Uh, why? Because a, a person shows some conservative values. We're going to overlook that something that has either become where you can't really tell the heads or tails of it because it's either a symptom of of what's happening to our society or is it a driving contributor to what's happening to our society? You can't find the heads or tails of it. So these things create a whole bunch of problems. And yes, we have the right to call it out. We have an obligation to say, Hey, you don't really want to go down this road because this contributes to a lot of problems and we shouldn't be enabling this, uh, and, and, uh, um, and, and congratulating it. This is cause for concern. Yeah, so this is a specific example, and a lot of times a specific example is really great because it allows you to kind of figure out how your philosophy works and stuff. 
So I was on Dave Rubin's show four or five years ago, something like that. And I like Dave Rubin very much. I think he's very effective. And I, I think he's an effective, uh, a, a very effective agent for the values and the direction of the country that I want to see. Um, and because I like Dave Rubin, I'm, I'm happy that Dave Rubin is happy. Um, but I agree with you. I would not have congratulated him on this because I personally think that children should be raised in a, in a male and female traditional family. I think that's without question the best way to grow up. And I have the same concerns about that that you do. So does that mean that Dave Rubin is dead to me? No. Right. It means I disagree with him on this issue. Mm. And, I've, and, I'm, and, and we're having this conversation right now on the internet. So I am vocally disagreeing with him on this issue. But... I'm not doing two things. I'm not forcing him to, to, to my belief system, uh -huh. and I'm also not discarding everything else that Dave Rubin does that I do agree with. When you get right down to it, Zoe, if you really think about it, every single one of us is a political party of one. There's not, there's not, I don't think there's two people in the country that agree on absolutely every single thing in the world. Right. Right? You can't. <laughs> it, it just isn't. Mm. When, when, when I first started writing uh, Eject, 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 uh, the person I was seeing at the time uh, said to me, she said, look, you get all these, you know, a lot of negative comments, some hate-filled comments, you know, 99 of them are good or one or two people really hate your guts. And I said, you know, if I write a post saying that apple pie is the most delicious of the pies, then the cherry pie people are going to be calling me a Nazi within five minutes, <laughs> right? And, 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 that's, and that's how it works now. Yeah which is what we talked about uh, earlier, the sense of, of everybody's constantly at war, constantly fighting. Um, I, uh, being politically aware and involved in politics, starting with eject, 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 I've been through, well, let's count them. I saw, I saw Bush win in, in 2004. That was, I'm, I'm in favor of. Obama won in eight, I didn't like that. He won in 12, I didn't like that. Trump won in 16, I did like that. And then, Trump probably won again in 2020, but nevertheless, I'm not happy with the current um, resident. Okay, so that's two wins, three losses. During the wins and the losses, especially the losses, there were a number of people who said, I'm not voting for Mitt Romney because he's not conservative enough for me. Or I'm not voting for Mitt Romney because he's a Mormon. Or I'm not voting for Mitt Romney because of this, because he's squishy on that. He's all of those things. Well, it turns out that's true. Right? It's true. He is, he's not a conservative in the way that we understand it. But if you think about 2012 on, whether the country would have been healthier with a Mitt Romney presidency or a Barack Obama presidency, no question I would have rather had Romney than Obama. And this is, this is I, I caught a lot of flack for this too. When people would say, I can't believe you're supporting this, this rhino, this softy. I said, I'm supporting him against somebody who's worse. You know, the thing about the lesser of two evils mm -hmm. is they're the lesser of two evils, <laughs> right? If you've got, if your choices are two choices that you don't like, take the one that you don't like the least, right? Just try to limit the damages as much as possible. And, and, this is it. You know, we don't have a, a world where we get a good choice and a bad choice. Not, well, that's not always true. You know, we had Reagan and Carter. We had Reagan and Mondale. I think that was pretty happy, pretty clear choice. And I hope those days come back again. But ultimately, 
we're all a political party of one and we will all find something to disagree with. And it is a form of, of pride and it is a form of arrogance and it's, and it's not good for the country. It's not good for, for the conservative movement and it's not good for the people, as I said, who, who, who do this. This more conservative than thou thing, right? Uh, you know, I've followed you for 16 years and I think you thought you were great and then you said something that I disagree with about Ukraine or whatever the case may be. Now you're dead to me. Okay, I'll tell you one thing, and I'd like to get your take on this. Getting shot at from the front is one thing. That's, that's where your armor is, right? Mm. When you get shot from the back, mm. I just want to lay it down, man. I just, I just want to turn off lights, just go home. Whenever I get that from, from conservatives, I've canceled my membership because I disagree with something you said. You know, it's like, okay, I'll, I'll just, you know, what do you want me to do? Do you, do, you want me to, do you want me to make sure that everything I say is so vague that no one can have a problem with it? Mm-hmm. I'm expressing my opinion. You, you, you've got an interest in my opinion because most of the things that we, that we talk about, we agree on. So we can disagree about this. And it is a, it's, it's, it's not only bad for me, bad for the country, bad for the conservative movement. It's bad for the person doing it because if you have confidence in your ideas, then somebody disagreeing with you shouldn't be the end of the world. I'll just come back to Dave Rubin. I think Dave Rubin is a, is a, is a, very effective fighter for freedom. Uh, I, I did not congratulate him on adopting his kid because uh, I didn't know he had. Uh, and if I had, I, I don't think I would have congratulated him on I'm happy that he's happy. I wouldn't have done it, and I don't think, I don't think it's the ideal situation for a child. But look, man, that's not my business. My business is, look, when I, let me be clear of this because this is one of the things you're talking about. When I said it's not my business, I don't mean it's not my business to the point like, I don't care, he can do whatever he wants to. I don't approve of it. I don't think, I don't think it's the, the correct method for raising a child. I don't think it's the best method. So I'm not just saying, oh, whatever. I'm saying that here's what I believe about this, but it's his life, and I'm not going to, and I don't want to have the power. I don't want the power to be able to say no, because when you have that kind of power, it will be abused, and, and, and that's the end of everything. It, my rules are very simple. You know, your, your, your right to swing your arm uh, ends at the beginning of my nose. And, and that's how we look at things. Indeed, man. And, you know, I hear you, man. When people on a, you say something after so long, you know, they'll, they'll always preface it. But, man, I used to watch your content, and, 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 uh, and now you said this, and, and you're dead to me. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, man, it's, it's a meltdown that easy. That that sounds kind of, you know, snowflakeish. Just easily that just meltdown just after all that after that, and it was that it was that easy, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's it puts you like where you feel like you have to. Am I supposed to cater and be like some sort of clairvoyant and know that this is what's going to to please you and cater my content to you, so you'll always be, you know, in in my subscribership or anything like that. And um, I think a lot of times, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, politicians or uh, content creators, you know, when we treat each other that we're supposed to walk on water, uh, <laughs> nobody's going to pass that walk on water test, man. And we end up drowning each it's other. It's harder than it looks. Yeah, it's, it's pretty difficult, man. Even with a good running start, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. And uh, yeah, we end up drowning each other in the process. And, and you know, we're, we're, we're kind of it's not it's not a good fit for us, um, you know, and. 
and, and kind of wrapping this up, you know, where, where because his concern, I guess the reason why he wrote this is because I guess he was he was stimulated to write it because of uh, uh, the disapproval, if you will, for about, um, you know, Dave Rubin. But um, he was also uh, if, just just because I think it's an important point. Mm. I think he was also saying that I really approve of the fact that you and Stephen Scott can disagree on things mm. and not, you know cut out one of the boxes. Right, right. Yeah, it's that, that's not what we're trying to, you know, to do per se. I mean, there's certain things that you that you limit your association with. If you can get the job done with certain people, you know, by all means do so. But if there's there's mm-hmm. other aspects of it where you can't look, man, I can't compromise yeah. with you there. Yeah, if they were communists or something like that, yeah. then they wouldn't be on the show. Right? You know, so now the thing about um because sometimes there's just big, big issues. I mean, even Dave Rubin right now is enjoying what Democrats push to make legal. Now, and, these, and this thing that Democrats have made legal has hurt the country badly. Just We were just talking about Disney and, and, and the fallout from that. And like I said, the influence that it's having in the culture where people are given over to a spell where you have to. If I say that I'm a woman, you have to believe it. You know, or there's yeah. going to be some consequences like that's not the culture we're supposed to be living in. But that's a fallout from that. It's there's you, you can't just exempt yourself from that and say, well, I had nothing to do with it. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So they're enjoy And, you know, and I tell folks and I guess the bigger insult to it is I tell folks, man, the worst thing about my wife and, and my marriage is the fact that we had to get a license for it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. We had to get a license for had to get permission from the state. Had to get permission from the state. And the LGBT community, in partnership with the Democrats, pushed because they wanted marriage licenses, right? They want the license to be able to get married. And they relied on the party that put in the anti-miscegenation laws that would keep a person like me and my wife from being married. How did they yep. do that? They denied us marriage licenses, right? So we weren't supposed to have licenses in the first place. And then they're going to turn right. around. I completely get it. I completely agree. Yes. You know licenses, marriage licenses were put in place to stop black and white people from getting married. That's what they were put there for. Yes, right. exactly. And so, and so the, the, the uh, LGBT movement is basically asking the party that put that in place to now take it down. For them. And, and now the Democrats are crowing loud about about how you know pro acceptance they are when they put those things in there in the first place. Absolutely right, and and even the the uh, the the, uh, the twist of the knife is is that they use the plight that they imposed on the black community to get sympathy votes for this cause. They did that to the black community, held that, and, and now they're saying out there. You can see them out there saying, "Oh well, there was a time when blacks and whites couldn't be married to each other." Well, who made that illegal? <laughs> you are so good at this, man. <laughs> You never, you never miss this, and it's the most important shot there is. It's the most important punch in our repertoire, and you never fail to deliver it. It is a just a solid right hook to the jaw. Yes, this is a problem, and who made it a problem? Surprise, surprise, surprise. And, and, and a great choice of words, man, because I do talk about this in my audio book, A Solid Right Cross. So I hope I hope folks will, will tune in. I didn't, I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> that's because that's we're here, man. We're on that frequency. So that's, I, right. that's why I love you, brother. Um, me too. And, uh, I love me too. So that's right. A lot of love here on the Virtue Signal. See? You know, lots of love here. No bigotry, no hate. We can talk about these things and there's no malice coming from it. Hey, it's just iron sharpening iron. We just call it like we see it. And uh, we do it as happy warriors, if you will. Yeah, (laughs) man. So. Even when we're 
filled with despair. <laughs> we're still happy warriors. That's right, man. That's right. We just uh, we we just keep on going with it and trying to make sure that we got a clear cut uh, view of what uh, virtue is, not this virtual virtual virtue that these people are coming out mm -hmm. with. Uh, so if you if you can uh, appreciate that, then I hope that you guys will share this video and uh, and share all of them. You know, just share them till you till you get you know your fingers are bent. On all that sort of stuff and uh support at billwhittle.com uh as steve green would say work all those buttons the stars the the the, the <laughs> thumbs up you know push all the buttons that's right push all the buttons right and uh until then we will see y'all next time in the virtue signal